Good morning, Carly and Seamus on Hit Right Across FNQ. And obviously COVID-19 has taken over the world, but let's go back to where it all started, the wet markets in Wuhan. And one interesting debate that has happened since COVID-19 has reached every corner of the globe is the wet market debate and whether or not they should be allowed to go on. Because to be honest, I didn't even know they existed before this. And someone that is actively working to stop wet markets and has been for a lot of years is Rebecca from an organisation down in Brisbane called For the Animals. She joins us now. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. Thanks now, for having me. No worries. And great job trying to stop it. Uh, like Carly said, I had no idea these things were around as well. Do you know how long wet markets have been in trade? Well, I've been working in wildlife conservation for 20 years and they've certainly been operating for that long. I, I assume they've been operating for much longer. So I understand you've been to wet markets yourself. As someone from the Western world, yeah. they seem quite archaic. What did you see and experience? You actually went to some in Thailand. Um, yeah, Thailand and Cambodia. They're very cruel places. The animals are kept in horrible conditions. They're in tiny cages. They're sitting next to animals that they would never come in contact mm. with in nature. Um, you know, an animal from South America would be sitting next to an animal from Australia. And these animals um, are stressed. It's hot. They are often not fed well and they get sick. And also their immune systems um, suffer when they're in that level of stress. So um, it, it, it's a great breeding ground. It makes sort of a perfect soup, if you will, of viruses and other pathogens that can easily jump into mm. people who are handling their entrails and their, their bodily secretions when they're, when they're butchered. And it's just a really... It's a sad, sad thing to see. It's strange if, it, you know, you're saying they've been around for around 20 years and it's taken this long for a major pandemic to spread. But one thing I want to know in your experience, if you've noticed this, do they uh, breed these exotic animals then and there or do they take them from the wild? Well, let me go back and just correct one thing you said. This is not the first time oh. this has happened. Um, it's happened many times um, where uh, diseases hopped from animals into people. We've got SARS, we've got HIV, Ebola, and MERV, and a few others. Um, so we've known for a long time that this can happen. And I was warned back 20 years ago by Steve Goster, who's the founder of Freeland, which is one of the leading anti-trafficking organizations in the world, that the greatest chance to stop wildlife trafficking would be the realization by the public that they they can cause major, major diseases, pandemics around the world. So we were talking to Congress about this 20 years ago. <laughs> from an ethical point of view and as an animal lover, we want to see this shut down. But obviously from a world health point of view, they need to be shut down immediately. Given what has happened and unfolded and the work that you're doing, do you realistically think that wet markets will be shut down? Because they're operating as we speak. It's a little more complex than just shutting down the wet markets. Um, we've gotten into this situation where pandemics are jumping from wildlife into people because of the way we're treating wildlife and nature, its habitat. We're denuding lots of forest where animals live and making way for, you know, agro projects. And we're, we're just coming into contact more and more with animals that we would not normally be in contact with. So that's all got to stop. I mean, we've got to change the way we're managing 
nature per se and um, I do think it's going to change right now we're part of an or we're part of a big alliance of organizations that have come together I've never seen anything like it I was on a conference call on Earth Day and there were there were 10,000 people all over the world on this webinar and I do believe things are going to change this alliance is called end pandemics and you can go to the website endpandemics.earth to check it out we're teaming up with all kinds of organizations from conservation health finance security um, technology communications and even entertainment some movie stars are part of it now is the greatest time we've ever had in my lifetime to actually address this problem once and for all because the whole world is aware now that this is not just an environmental or an ethical problem. It's a public health problem that affects all of us globally. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Rebecca. Thank you for having me.